Ah, yes. The age-old question of whether or not you should trade for a all-star or superstar or keep the core that you've developed and drafted for longer-term success. Well, we're the New York Knicks and nothing is ever really easy. And um, with Damian Lillard basically having one foot out the door at this point, um, it begs the question of that many Knicks fans are wondering, do we trade for Damian Lillard? And the answer to that is, I have no idea. Um, realistically speaking, it would take a lot to bring Damian Lillard to the New York Knicks. Um, it would probably take a lot of our war chests of picks. And between Mitchell Robinson, RJ Barrett, and Emmanuel Quickly, um... Two of the three of those guys would probably be gone. Now, um, the Knicks haven't had a point guard since, I would say, Walt Frazier. And it's been a very long time since we actually had a good point guard. No slander to Frank, by the way. But um, we haven't had an all-star guard in a very long time. A point guard has been needed on the team since the mellow days. And probably before then as well. And so, with Damian Lillard potentially becoming a big superstar trade rumor now, it really does put the perspective on why the Knicks fandom is so divided right now. On one hand, you have a bunch of guys that have tasted the playoff success for the first time in their lives. And say that, why wouldn't we get a superstar? It'll give us a chance to contend. A top 10 guy, top 15 guy in Damian Lillard. Why the hell not are we doing this? It's a no-brainer. R.J. Barrett probably can't become Damian Lillard. Manuel Quigley can't become Damian Lillard. It's Dame Dollar. He is clutch for a reason. And... With that point of view, I understand. I understand a lot of people's adamant um, viewpoint of, you know, with Damian, we could just get another star. It's as simple as that. Someone will want to play with him. But then you go into the point of, like, how much would it really cost to get Damian Lillard? The Knicks are fortunate enough to have a lot of draft picks if they truly wanted to make a go at Damian Lillard. And Damian Lillard does not come cheap, mainly because of the fact that he has a four-year extension coming up right now. That it's it's going to be a lot of money. Total, I believe it's going to be $176 million for four years. That averages out to be um, $39,000 um, next year, $42 million, and then forty-five, and then forty-eight. For in between 2024, then he's an unrestricted free agent in 2025, and at that point he'll be 35. Um, essentially speaking, he also has a player option, by the way, in 2024. We should keep in mind that. So you might only get Damian Lillard for three years. That being said, he that, that's a good amount of years to try to build something around Damian Lillard. But the problem is that how much it would cost. Like I said, the Knicks have a good amount of draft picks in their war chest to actually give up to the Portland the Portland Trailblazers. But the problem is that once you give those up, how, what do you build around him with? Um, if you give up 
a modicum of R.J. Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, Mitchell Robinson, maybe even throw in Kevin Knox or Obi Toppin. You really just have Julius Randle and Damian Lillard. That's just basically a that's basically Paul George Westbrook levels of leaving the playoffs in the second round. Do you really want to cap yourself at the second round of the playoffs? I don't know. And unless I actually I I do know the answer is no, but I don't know if I would want to give up so much for Damian Lillard. If there is a way though to keep RJ Barrett and Julius Randle and possibly Emmanuel quickly for Damian Lillard, you do that trade. I don't care what anyone says, but keeping Emmanuel quickly and and RJ Barrett that's a win to me because you still have young pieces that can improve and not cap the ceiling of that specific team with Randall still being there as an all-star and RJ and Emmanuel quickly possibly becoming great players in their own right. Um, RJ might as well be an all-star player if it really comes down to it. Emmanuel quickly is still up in the air, but he does have that potential. And it also goes to the point of like, if you're not willing to trade RJ Barrett or maybe even Emmanuel quickly, even though he's more like likely to be gone in such a trade, would you give up Julius Randle? And the answer to that, to me, is probably not. Um, Julius Randle is a versatile big. He can shoot. He can pass. He clearly, though, has some issues when it comes to playing in the postseason, which is where Damian Lillard comes in. But the problem is, is the cap of that of those two you know, in the playoffs. And what that kind of brings us to is that if you were able to retain R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, and then Damian Lillard, I think there is more of a chance for the Knicks to make a deeper playoff run, mainly because of the fact that R.J. is... He's an extraordinary young player. He's barely 21 years old. And he shot the lights out from three. He's shown more in the playoffs, to me at least, than Julius Randle has during his postseason run. Julius Randle was very disappointing in his postseason run. R.J. Barrett was a little disappointing as well, but he picked it up for the last few games versus the Atlanta Hawks. And he, no one thought his shooting would be this good this quickly. No one thought he would get to this current, like, a tier below all-star level. In his second year. And so that makes me wonder about his growth. And growth is not linear. Let's just be honest. Because if that was the case. Andrew Wiggins would probably be a two-time NBA champion. But um, essentially. If you expect RJ Barrett to improve. On what he's built. As in get shot creation. Become a more impactful defender. Then. I would honestly say that you keep R.J. Barrett because at a certain point, he's going to supersede Julius Randle as a number two guy in this scenario where Damian Lillard is a Nick. And I still think that R.J. Barrett can supersede Julius Randle sooner than later. Um, but aside from potentially keeping R.J. Barrett on this team, I think it's a big toss-up for Damian Lillard to come to the Knicks just given what Portland want to demand. Um, we've seen the trades with James Harden and 
seeing trades with Anthony Davis. Uh, superstars don't come cheap. Look at OKC. They are building a... It's not even a war chest, man. It's the war trunk, I guess. They have so many picks. Same with the Pelicans, who I actually do think should go for Damian Lillard. But that's probably not going to happen because it's New Orleans and who really wants to be in New Orleans. But aside the point, the Knicks have enough draft picks to maybe make Portland bite on just a Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and I guess you could throw in Emmanuel quickly and a bunch of other draft picks that we have. That includes the Dallas Mavericks picks. To make an intriguing offer to Portland. Because while Portland... Because once Dame's gone, what else do they have left? You know, they would want someone that's young, that has all-star potential to be part of their organization. And the Knicks going for a Damian Lillard means that they're... they That A, that they're going to contend for a championship sooner than later. B... Damian Lillard, while in Portland, wasn't able to bring free agents mainly because of Neil Olshay. Um, but I feel as though with our current front office, Damian Lillard can bring, if he if he were to come to New York, can bring in more interest to join the New York Knicks because a it's New York City. Who doesn't want to live there? Um, you know that whole shebang, and then b. Damian Lillard is a great point guard. He is probably very similar to Steph in his own play style, but he's not Steph. Um, C, Julius Randle still a great player. He also can recruit. And um, D, it makes New York much more attractive in terms of a free agent destination, just because of the fact that we have we would have two All Stars and. Potentially a budding dirt if R.J. Barrett want, like stays. And so, with that, New York itself is a free agent hub, but if you get Damian Lillard, it that just increases its, I would say, allure. So, what I'm trying to say is that getting a running mate for Damian Lillard, if it's not Julius Randle or even R.J. Barrett, it isn't going to be that difficult it just comes down to the cost of how much Portland wants from the Knicks. Do they want to squeeze us like an orange and take every last drop? And do the Knicks even want to do that? We haven't even gone to that. It's been reported that the Knicks are doing their homework when it comes to Damian Lillard. But the problem is, really, is that the Knicks... They we've heard this story a lot where we want to take a long term approach, but then some bullshit happens really, and just doesn't turn out to be like that. Thank you, Steve Mills. Um, I do believe that this front office wants to take a wait and see approach, and if they've done their homework, that means they know what Portland wants. And so, what I'm guess I'm just trying to wrap my head around is that what do you what would this front office prefer? Obviously, they would love to get Damian Lillard, but. If the cost is too steep, I do not believe that Portland or the Knicks will come to an agreement to make a trade. That is not the end of the world, folks. I know mad people on Twitter are saying that they would trade R.J. Barrett 
to Portland if it meant getting Damian Lillard. First off, A, you do not do that because he's probably the best rookie since Patrick Ewing that we've drafted. B, realistically speaking, it's not even a bad position for the Knicks to be because A, they're ge- they're gearing up for the 2022 free agency and that's looking to be great. B, there are other ways where we can improve the roster without without trading our entire treasure trove of picks and young pieces. You know, free agency is going to happen and it's going to be big for the Knicks to actually navigate. If if we were having a strong free agent class and Dame wanted to come through and that maybe Kawhi signed for some, like, in some type of dreamland that Kawhi signs to the Knicks and he says, go get Damian Lillard, we'd definitely be in a Clippers situation where Kawhi basically forced them to get Paul George. Or, you know, same thing with the Lakers. They already had LeBron and then they got the assets for Anthony Davis and traded for him. I believe I would do that. Um, I just don't think trading RJ Barrett is worth it right now, at least. So I'm hesitant to include him in a trade for like any kind of star, really, unless it's like freaking, I don't know, like Giannis and Luca, really. But um, when it comes to getting a great free agency. We need to position ourselves for free agency. We've already made New York attractive. If Dame wants to come here, that's fine, but I'm not trading a treasure trove of draft picks and young players that can get better for just one guy. If it's something similar where Kawhi signs and then he's like, Go get Damian Lillard. Then you obviously have to really, 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 really think about it and probably would say yes because it gives you a chance at contention. Having said that, I'm just curious what would be left over at that point because then you have Kawhi and Damian Lillard, but who else is staying? You have Is Julius Randle the third guy? Is R.J. Barrett even still on the team? I... Who who else is on the team? Is Kevin is Kevin Knox on the team? Is Obi Toppin still on the team? Is Emmanuel Quickly on the team? Is Mitchell Robinson still our starting center? It changes up the entire team dynamic, and that's not easy to change. The like to truly maneuver. You know, Tibbs has done a great job with our group, but let's not forget that not everyone truly likes playing with a hard-nosed coach. We've just seen that with the Dallas Mavericks and Rick Carlisi. And Tibbs has a great relationship, y'all. He has a great relationship for a new for so many players. We've seen that. It's just the fact that... Does, is he the coach to bring us to the top? I don't know. I truly don't know. But if we were to get superstars, would Kawhi want to play for him? I think... If we had Damian Lillard and Julius Randle and maybe even R.J. Barrett just mitigating that load for Kawhi so he could take you know his days off or whatever, that's fine. That's great. But that kind of whole move, it changes the entire dynamic of the organization and the team itself. And that's what makes me worried. I personally would want to take a longer approach when it comes to getting 
in building a championship caliber roster. I'd rather do it similar to the Warriors, similar to the 2011 um, Mavs, similar to the 2019 Raptors. Like, I love those kind of teams. And if you add just that one piece, that's great. You know, you, you're a contender without having to give up so much. Um, So, yeah. But I just, I, I personally think a Damian Lillard trade is, it's conditionary. That's not even a word, I think. But it's very conditional where, like, what's happening behind the scenes. Is Kawhi coming or... Are we just giving up Damian Lillard for a Mellow Trade 2.0? Or who's staying? Is is Randall going? Or is RJ staying? Or he's gone? Is Mitchell Robinson still there? What's what's our depth like? What's our draft pick situation like? What's what's going on? And really, um, I'm taking a cautious approach. Uh, that's just me. I it's conditional, really. I, I can only really see if Kawhi's coming, we get Damian Lillard. That That's what would make sense. But even then, I, I worry about our depth. I worry about our chemistry. I worry about the longer-term consequences just for a few years of trying to become a contender. And which I know the city, the whole state really, is like thirsty for, for a chance to contend and a chance to win a chip. But... This is how you end up, like, the Lakers got a chip out of it, yeah, and you can say there's an asterisk, sure, but, like, I don't know, what are they going to do once LeBron, like, eventually, like, leaves? Like, AD's great and all, but who is he going to convince to join up with him? He hasn't even shown himself to be healthy. Next, you know, you have the Clippers situation where they go up Sony Picks and Shy Gilgates, Alexander... And while they're still in the finals, it's looking as if that they're they're going to be bounced in the conference finals. And so you're left wondering, like, where's Kawhi going to go? Um, so, I don't know. It's just a frustrating and complex situation that I would rather not be in. I'd rather just bank on getting lesser-known free agents such as a Norman Powell, such as possibly Alonzo Ball, such as Kyle Lowry, two-year max... Um, just incremental improvements to our roster that would make us better positioned for free agency. And then you make a trade for a big superstar. That in itself is the best plan for me. And that's what I suggest everyone should be hoping for. Um, I just wanted to get this out there because it seems as though everyone's just going insane about Damian Lillard and whether or not they should trade RJ Barrett. But yeah, this is Bench's Warm Takes, and um, thank you all for listening. Peace out, y'all.